Shots are awful. It's If You're Listening, one person's mission to force her friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. I'm Heather. Hi, Heather. How are you? I have a paper cut. <laughs> I think I figured that was coming next. Uh, they are awful. They are. I work worked in a library all through mm-hmm. high school, so I like to brag about being impervious to most paper cuts. Mm. Um, but I got one on the front of my thumb the other day, on a real tender part, right below the nail. <sighs> hate that. It was real bad. Don't like that at all. Not a fan. Okay. Enough about paper, and that's why if elected president, I'll ban all paper. Oh, fair enough. I mean, it's gonna be gone soon, right? Uh, if my agenda is enacted, okay, great. The other day, I paper cut myself in a box. Don't suggest it. Why were you in a box? Mm. I don't know. (laughs) I was trying to think of a witty comeback, I had nothing there. Okay, thank god we have a guest today. This is going great. (laughs) Uh, today we have Jason Parent, booking agent at APA, with us. How are you? Great. Oh, we, t- we even test your mic. It's fine. I don't think we did. Great, but we can hear you. It sounded good. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Jason, I have a weird question right off the bat. Yes. Was it weird being booked for a show instead of <laughs> the other way around? Now, looking at it, it was. <laughs> I was like, please find a, a time slot that works in your schedule. Are you available or interested in this date? <laughs> <laughs> the exactly. tables have turned, parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. The, yeah, exactly. I felt like I was pretty easy. Yeah, you were literally like, okay, date picked, goodbye. <laughs> it's fine. Well, first it was N.A. What? The first day I picked, you said no. Oh, yeah, available. I said. <laughs> oh. Well, because to be fair, I sent you a list of dates, and you picked one that wasn't on the list of dates. Oh. So basically acting like a band, to be fair. Just trying to get my way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listeners, sorry about that siren. That's yeah. definitely on the mic. Well, we live in New York City. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Um, Jason. Do you want to tell everyone what album we're doing today? Uh, we're going to do the self-titled record by Boxcar Racer, their only record. Ramsey. Yes. Do you know who Boxcar Racer is? No. Um, I'm familiar with the Boxcar Children. Oh, love them. I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, their first album's great. Uh, Honestly, their first album's the only time that they live in a boxcar. They don't any of the other books. We've talked about this on the show before. I'm sure we have. It upsets me. Yep. We had the same take on this. Yep. You might be familiar with their other music. Yeah. Do you know who Tom DeLonge is? Uh, (laughs) Yes, I do. He believes that aliens exist. Correct. So our company represents him for music and TV. Okay. And we got him his pilot on the History Channel. Stop. And that got greenlit for second season. Damn. His reality show. And it... It gets national news on the New York Times, CNN, is, Washington Post that he actually has like found a bunch of information he probably shouldn't. I have. did see the one thing very specifically yeah. about like, oh no, this is correct. Like the government came he out somehow and gained agreed. access to like government people and high-ranking officials to talk about aliens. In it's way, crazy. It's it's both the perfect time for him to be doing this because there's a lot of uh, Blink One Eighty Two fans who are in the military, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of his show on History Channel? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, okay. So I wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> I, we've done Blink-182 on the show. I love Blink-182. I have never listened to any of the side projects, really. This or Angels and Airwaves, to the point that I thought this was Mark's side project, not Tom's. It's a very contentious side project. Because it was when it? the band was like still going on oh. it was between well and travis is in this also right he wasn't supposed to be oh, he was like okay. he was only supposed to be like a session drummer because mm. tom didn't want to pay somebody <laughs> to play drums 
Okay. And then, like, they ended up doing a tour, and he ended up being in the band with a couple other hardcore kids. Okay. Travis and, uh, is in Blink-182. Correct. Yes. Travis Barker? Yeah. Okay. So it caused, like, a riff within the band. Wow. Because Mark was, like, really upset about it. God. So this it. was between Take Off Your Pants and Jacket okay. and Untitled. And then after okay. Untitled, the band broke up. Right. Until they came back and, like, with... The band was, like, Maskeva. off cycle because, like, Tom had just, like, really hurt his back. He had a surgery. Got it. And he was discovering all kinds of new music. And he's like, I want to write, like, a a darker post-hardcore record. Okay. Where talk about, like, life and death. And Wh- and where did Angels and Airwaves fit in with all this? Angels and Airwaves started... Earlier? No, after. This is the oh, first side project. Oh, my lord. Okay. So Angels and Airwaves started... After Blink initially broke up, got it. Okay. When Tom was like addicted oh, to opiates, okay. and okay. he was, uh, he's saying all kinds of crazy stuff like, "This is gonna be the biggest band in the world. <laughs> We're gonna change rock and roll." Sure. And uh, perfect. He said it was all gonna be about movies and visuals, and you know, the first couple records I thought were amazing, and you know, he's put out some new music under yeah. that lately, and I think it's pretty cool. Has it come up on the show that I've seen Angels and Airwaves live? I don't know. Yeah. Have you? Uh, they opened for Weezer at Madison Square Garden. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Yeah, so I'm I'm cooler than Heather suddenly. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> calm down here. <laughs> they just played the PlayStation Theater. That's now closed, but Is, reopening also. I hate that venue. I don't hate it as much as other people do. To be fair, it's a block from my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's conveniently located. Conveniently located. Great bathrooms. Some of the best venue bathrooms. Great bathrooms. In good sight lines. Yeah. It's very comfortable, That's but you're true. in like a vibeless hole. Yeah, you're, yeah, one hundred percent. There's no salt, and the green rooms are great, and like it's, it, yeah, a lot of green rooms too. Yeah, it's some. I, it, I have decent no, venue. No opinion on the green room. They're good. That's <laughs> what we're telling you. But it feels like that you're in the side room, and there's a bigger arena somewhere. <laughs> yeah, else. no, it right. does. It, it feels does feel like, like it should be attached to an yeah, arena. Yeah. It feels like you're in like the theater of an arena. Exactly. Yes, one hundred percent. Hey, Ramsey. Hello. Um, would you like me to show you the album art? Please show me that album okay, art. Here you go. When did this come out? Oh yeah, that's two thousand one, May. Okay. Ooh, the logos in graffiti, so you can tell they are tough. But logo does feel like two thousand one. It really does. Sorry, I'm eating and a long time eat a gummy bear. It was louder than I expected. Blink producer Jerry Finn also produced this. Who's now okay deceased. The uh, the art itself is also a graffiti stencil of someone running. Yes. It seems like they might be wearing sandals, but I'm really <laughs> looking into it. Uh, it was only supposed to be an acoustic record, too, and then... Oh. And Tom was just going to put it out himself and have it be, like, well, hmm. whatever, an, an outlet. Yeah. And then the labels, A&R, heard it, the Blinks label. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is really good. You should put a band behind it, and we'll put it out, and we'll fund it. And he's Damn, like, okay. Okay. This, this has, whole cover looks like 2001 to it me. It really does. Yeah. It has the classic parental advisory sticker, yeah. but it also has a thing next to it I've never seen before. It, yeah, on this album art, for some reason, it said edited version available. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what that is. I, I mean, know. maybe if you, if you really wanted that edited version, it's telling you to go to Walmart to pick that up. I what, guess. what are you doing in this amoeba Wait. or virgin? Oh, I, I understand so parental advisory but then there is a version where there's no no right. swears. I used to make it like that yeah walmart uh, would like yeah. if you bought a record from walmart yeah it would already it would like already be edited, edited. yeah i bought a ben folds live album at walmart and was shocked <laughs> he they for i think they put a bunch of random other censors censored things in it 
uh, I remember the word trumpets was censored for no Weird. good reason. Yeah. Anyway. Great. Sorry. I like Ben Folds. I also like Ben Folds. I haven't really checked in in a while, but no, me I either. think I always say that Andrew McMahon is this generation's Ben Folds. I agree. I love them both. They're both piano kind of similar. Yeah, I agree. Piano punk adjacent people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know Andrew McMahon. Uh, you do. He was in a band called Something Corporate and Jack's Mannequin. Jack's Mannequin. Oh, he did yeah. both of those albums. I remember Jack's Mannequin pretty well. I don't really remember Something Corporate other than their awful logo. Like, no, you mean the cover? You hated the cover of Something Corporate. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. Oh sure. yeah. It was just boobs, basically. That oh, yeah. lady's boobs. It's fine. Um, oh, it was that one. Okay. Wasn't there one with like a big old copyright logo? Is that another band? Oh, okay. No. We can know. definitely move it's on. It's fine. From this. Um, let's play this album. I'm ready. Um, I'll ask you. I I already have an immediate question for you. So, you were already into Blink at this point. So you were just. I was in the eighth grade, going in, into the ninth grade. So that answers out. itself. Yeah. You were into Blink. Very much so. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Did you know that this was this meant? Like there was a schism of some kind, or were you just like, ooh? It didn't come out until after. I I don't think, and I just thought it was cool that I was like reading words like post hardcore sure. for the first time, and yeah. like. Because he kept dropping like Fugazi and Quicksand, yeah, like into like the interviews about the record when it was coming out, and they played three shows before they released any music. So people would go to these shows and be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. People went because they were, it was Tom and Travis playing in small clubs, right? So and then it did not sound like Blink One Eighty Two. I think parts of it do, but a lot of it doesn't, and the lyrical content is nothing like a Blink record. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's easy to not be the lyrical content of a Blink album. That is interesting, though, like, that he was dropping all these other bands that, like, Blink fans aren't inherently, like, going to be checking out Quicksand. Right. For example. But it definitely helped me open my yeah. horizon. Yeah, totally. listening to Blink, I was getting into, like, Rancid, No Effects, yeah. Newfound Glory, Midtown. Yep. Uh, Alquan Trio. Of course. And then this opened, like, a whole other... Yeah. That's awesome. Did uh, I'll listen to this for a second? Sorry. <laughs> this was a, this was the lead single. I have heard this. This is throwing me for a loop only because that's the voice I thought was Mark. <laughs> no, it's Tom. Okay. <laughs> Did Mark do any solo stuff? He had a band called Plus Forty Four. Oh, yeah. That's what I was fucking up with. And they did two records, I want to say. Okay. When Tom was doing Angel and Airwaves. And he has a new band with Alex Gaskarth from All Time Low called Simple Creatures, which is really, it's like weird EDM club music mixed with punk rock. I think it's pretty terrible. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, Yeah, that does not sound like something I want to hear. That sounds. I just feel like he's like too old to be doing that. Yeah. I mean, you make money, but go for it, but. I guess it's it's creative, I guess. Fair. Like, okay, t- for the record, for this, this right now does sound like later Blink to me. It doesn't but sound think like about so Blink far and off. Take Every Pants and Jacket, first yeah, date, rock show era. Yeah, fair. And I would say this song is probably the most... On that level? On that level, because okay. it was like the lead single. Yeah. It gets a little... Weirder. The drums... The, my favorite part of the record are probably the, like, the, 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 the drum fills. Just, okay. Crazy. I mean, Travis is insane. This is weird for me because this is the first thing from anyone in Blink-182 that I've enjoyed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Ramsey does not enjoy Blink. Yeah. 
It's very like guitar and drum driven. Which makes sense. Even the vocals. Usually I think that would have turned me off, but I'm okay with, I was okay with this. Okay. Like you would never hear this in a Blink song. No. This is very like quicksand. Yeah. Like. Drudgy kind of. Yeah. Drudgy. I like it. (laughs) Then it goes a little poppy right right here, you know? Uh Uh-huh. We did do a quicksand album. Yes. Was that Jeff? Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Great band. They they're an older band. Eighties? Mm-hmm. Early nineties. Yeah. Early 90s. yeah. Okay. He's been in so many bands. Yeah. Girl Biscuits. Yeah, I mean I like this. This part very much does sound like blink to me, but right. I, I am very interested to see where the rest of this goes. I'm gonna predict there are only two references to aliens on this album <laughs> there's a lot of references to, like the end of the world okay. I, uh, unless it's specifically stated how that will happen <laughs> uh i'm not gonna count and then it. there's a song that like touches on 9-11 and the lyrics are like pretty intense oh it's late 2001 yeah that this came out no it's 2002 i'm oh. sorry may 2002 okay sorry yeah but i think um Oh, yeah, because I was scrolling through the Wikipedia earlier and I saw something about September 11th. But yeah, Blink that, was supposed to go to Europe and they yeah, canceled and they it. Do, yeah, they canceled that. It was oh. 9-11. Yeah. Interesting. This sounds like celebrity skin. Sounds much more rock than any yeah. Blink thing. This was my... Uh, first club show I ever went to. Really? Oh. Yeah, like I went and saw... like I saw Blink... But it was always like a big amphitheater like arena. And this was like my family and I had just moved to Ohio. And it was like December, I want to say, 2002. And yeah. They had done their first tour. And uh, it didn't hit Cleveland. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then they <laughs> announced like they were doing some radio holiday shows. Yeah. And they did like a one-off headliner yeah. at the Agora Theater. Nice. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and you're like. Seeing Tom along this close. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, that is crazy. And I was, like, fully into the record at that point, like... And a teen. Non-stop listening, yeah. And I, like... <laughs> me and my friends sat out by the tour bus for, like, that. two hours <laughs> in the winter. And Travis came out and said hello to everybody. Oh, That's awesome. And then Tom just came out and pulled his pants down and flicked everybody off and went <laughs> on, on the bus. I mean, <laughs> that feels yeah. like what you want anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's a better story than him yeah. just saying hello to you. That's, that's true. I mean... That's classic good cop, bad cop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so how did this... Did it just kind of peter out and turn into Angels and Airwaves? Or what happened? No, I think, like, they did one tour. And then I think Blink just started to, like, come back again. Oh. But there was still all this tension in Blink, and it kind of never got resolved or talked about yeah. and then after the next blink record it just everything blew up oh they did another yeah. album with okay just probably maybe their biggest record blink which one untitled like they blew yeah. up they had all the commercial success with on enema yeah but then like untitled kind of like made them a cooler yeah because i think rock that, band. that was definitely the one that it had more adult lyrics, I think, yeah. and it was solid. So I think, yeah, people took it more seriously. It's like, oh yeah, you like can Robert do Smith from the Cure was on just, it. Yeah, you can oh. do things that aren't just like huh. diarrhea songs. My least favorite part of anything Blink related. Diarrhea. Well, <laughs> I, I just I hate the immaturity. Well, there's there's sure. a song called Dysentery Gary. Yeah. 
<laughs> and there's a song called Benoit Balls. Mm-hmm. Pass. <laughs> uh, we didn't do Untitled, right? We've No, I think we've done we... almost every other one. If you ever get Zach to do this, he should do that. I think that's the one I think that's why we haven't done it. I believe I'm saving it for him. He has called dibs on he that has one. A tattooed on him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, we we've done we did Enema and then we did Take Off Your Pants and Jacket with um guns. Yeah. Ballin'. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I haven't been telling you any of these songs. The first one was I Feel So. That one was All Systems Go. And this next one is Watch the World. Okay. How were they live? I waited until you took a sip of your drink. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were amazing. Yeah. They did a cover. Oh, I got to Google it. Because obviously they only had a record's worth of songs. So right. it wasn't like... right. Dude, a decent 13 songs. It's solid. And Heather, you said you've mostly not listened to it? I mean, I probably listened to it a couple times back in the day, but no, I never got into it. To be 2002, I don't know what I was... I was graduating high school. Yeah, you were, you were busy writing your senior thesis. Yeah. And opening college acceptance letters. Yeah. Didn't apply to very many. Oops. Uh... <laughs> I applied to one. I related. Paid off three student loans today. Well done. Out of seven. That's great. Still feels great. Um, Fucking 18-year-old Heather. That's what 18-year-old Heather was doing, making financial decisions she was still going to have to deal with well into her late 30s. That's almost half of them. I know. Well done. It's fine. Thank you. During this record cycle, Tom and and Mark had this company called Atticus. Oh, yeah. It's a clothing company. And then he had a shoe company called Macbeth. Yep. Mostly Very skate shoes. Yeah. Literary. And like, yeah. the Atticus comp had all these like bands that were like underground in the punk, yeah. hardcore, emo, pop punk scene. So that was a cool thing that they put out around this time. And then he had this DVD magazine series called oh. uh, Dragging the Lake. I did not know this. Um, I think there's like three volumes of it. It was Dragon? Dragging the lake. Dragging, okay. Because the uh, Atticus is like the Atticus symbol. The main art was like a, a lake thing. Hmm. Um, but like on that, it had like a, a whole day in the life of Boxcar Racer on their tour. That's and then cool. it had like. Uh, tour DVDs it had a uh, thing around that time. Yeah. It had like a day in the life of Finch on Warp Tour. Oh, cool. And then there's like That's American funny. Nightmare videos. <laughs> Um, American Nightmare actually did part of the Boxcar Racer tour, I want to say. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just, I remember, it's so funny, like, because now, like, the idea that Finch had a tour video, like, what the fuck is Finch doing yeah. now? Um, but, yeah, those videos, it's so funny, because it was before, I don't know if it was before YouTube, but it was before, like, people were actively oh, using it. before and YouTube, I would, yeah. I remember, specifically, I would watch the brand new one all the time. It was like, I don't know, it must have come with something, but... It, just the Everybody fact that there were did two those. Like Blink had two. They were called the Urethra Chronicles. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like following them through like a whole record cycle, basically. Yeah, just but like it, it makes so much sense though that like now bands do so well on social media because right. all your fans want to do is be right. like, more personal with you, and it's like that was our only yep. fucking method. Or when bands would start actual blogs that they would write on, like back in the day. When Blink made the Untitled record. 
it was they were making it in this house in California. I already love it. I love any time when a band is just doing their album in a house. And it's they, my favorite. They set, up, they set up a webcam so you could watch them do it every day. Oh, that's which cool. In 2002, that that's was crazy. fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, nobody was doing that. Huh. Yeah. I think I got my first webcam in, like, 2002. But like, I had nothing a lie, to do with it. It was always on. Like, you just go blink22.com, and yeah. it was always on. It could just be an empty room. Yeah. That's cool. American Nightmare sounds like the name of a band that the writers for Home Improvement would come up with that Mark would be into for his uh, goth phase. When he got goth, yeah. yeah. Well, they have they have many names. Do they? They were called American Nightmare, then they got sued by, by some like, Swedish band called oh. American Nightmare. <laughs> and then they changed it to American Nothing very briefly. Okay. And then at the end, it was Give Up the Ghost. Okay. And then when they came back they in like, 2012, the they... American Nightmare. I'm going to say huh. the, the two they changed them to were better titles or yeah. better band names. I don't... Nah. No? American Nightmare is just like very... It's just very simple and solid. It sounds just too generic to <laughs> too me. Generic. <laughs> That's funny. Like I'm picturing somebody dressed up like Alice Cooper saying, We're American Nightmare. <laughs> Parents. Parents. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Okay, what kind of? So I feel like the reason I didn't get into this, I've been thinking about it more. I didn't at the time. I didn't really get into take off your pants and jacket. I think I was like kind of slightly aging out at that point. So I think at this point I was just kind of like, no, no, whatever that Blink is doing, I don't really care. But I really like this. Yeah, I showed it to my fiance on a car ride. She had never heard it either. Yeah. And she was like, now she's like obsessed with it. She's like, this <laughs> I is love so the good. That she's obsessed with it in current day. <laughs> I feel like it ages pretty well. It. You wouldn't think it's solid. like a. Almost. It's an 18 year old album now. Wow. It's insane. Have they done anything resembling a reunion or? No. There's talks of it. Like people definitely, it would do really well because when they did tour, it was so quick after record came out. Yeah. And the internet was the internet in 2002. Mm-hmm. You're right. So it wasn't like going viral. Like yeah. so, it, it did well, but they were still like I think they played uh, Irving Plaza. Small. So it wasn't small, like small, crazy. Small. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, now they would play. I don't know. Terminal Five, Hammerstein. Yeah. 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 Maybe bigger because they haven't played a show in 18 years. And the idea of Tom and uh, Travis. Travis doing anything together yeah. is a lot. Are how acrimonious was the split like? There's two splits. Between... So, they broke up after Untitled. Okay. And then Travis got into a pretty serious play accident where his DJ died in the accident. Wait. wait. And he was in the hospital for a long time. Wait, I thought DJ didn't die in the plane accident, but but died later of a drug overdose. Might they fact check me. I think think they both survived the plane accident, but then he got fucked up on drugs. I think people did die in the plane plane crash. Whoa. but Travis and DJ AM survived. But then DJ AM died like a few years later. You might be right because because they, they were on tour and they canceled part of the tour. Yeah, you, you are right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also weirdly, I don't know why it's so burned into my memory because like thinking about surviving a plane crash fucks me up. I would also die of a drug overdose. Well, he hasn't flown insane. since. What? Wow. When they start a tour in New York, or whatever, he takes his bus. He has his own bus. Or like when they go to Europe, he takes a, a ship like Stop. a week a week a week before. And they haven't been back to Australia since because it's like feasible, logistically impossible. I mean, I guess I wouldn't fly either. I, yeah, I get it. That's c- cool. I actually respect that a lot. Yeah. Taking a boat feels dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they 
the kind of the accident I think yeah, was brought uh, them back together. Them together. Yeah. They did a record called Neighborhoods. Yeah. They did a bunch of touring. It was huge. I gotta yeah. break in real quick. That ending of that with the guitar just yeah. going chunk 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 sounded like how I mix, messed up that uh, John Mayer song on our record <laughs> oh. episode. <laughs> I Fair just enough. put that guitar sound over it over and over and this again. This song is, has a very cool special guest. This sounds like Death Cab. It has a cool special guest. Okay. This song. All right, I'm it's, ready it's for it. It's a very recognizable okay. voice, too. All Wait. right, we'll see if I can get it. All right. Is that the Dalai Lama? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Who is it? Tim Armstrong of Rancid. Oh, okay. I would have never been able to pull that, but 100%. Okay. That's I, crazy. I would never have been able to pull <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, tracks. Oh, that's cool. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. Although Tim Armstrong's voice with mixing with Tom's, not my favorite thing. It's a very, I like this song, but it's definitely an acquired taste, sure. I think. Uh, I have a lot of questions about Tim Armstrong from Rancid now. Um, does he have an accent? It's his own uh, weird, yeah. the way he sings. Okay. Yeah. He's from the Bay Area. Yeah. That doesn't answer any questions. <laughs> no, <right>? none. <laughs> uh, no. All right. But then yet, when they broke up the second time, it well, was less. It, it wasn't really a full breakup. It was just like. It just stopped. Tom didn't want to tour as much as Mark did. Yeah. And he wanted to focus on his alien research. Yep. Mm. In, and then they so said, insane. well, we want to still be a band, yeah. so we're going to keep going. And then Matt Skiba from the Alpine uh-huh. Trio became their new singer. And they released two albums. Which are decent. And that's where we're at now? Yep. That's where we're at now. So are things bad between them? Do we know? Um, I, From like social media, I gather that they talk every now and then. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tom did just sell all his publishing to all his Blink and Boxcar Racer and Angels and Airwaves songs. What? Yeah. Huh. It was uh, it was in the news this week. That's... Why? That seems crazy. A lot of money. Well, no shit. I mean, hmm. he's got to fund that alien research somehow. Yeah. Is he just done with music then? No, no, he's... Angels no, and Airwaves are on tour right oh, now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that's their first tour in seven years, probably. He's straight up wow. sold. That's crazy. Who did he sell it to? Like a big uh, old company? I gotta. I'd, I'd have to look. Huh. Interesting. That's nuts. Wow. But the blink without Tom doesn't make much sense to me. I'm a huge Matt Skiba yeah, fan. Yeah, like huge. I love it. But, but it's just it's, it's a different weird. band. Mm. It's a different band. Yeah. And here, I like the new albums, but it's also just because. I mean, they're written with Matt, but like hearing Matt sing certain Tom parts on old Blink songs is truly painful for me. Mm, It's tough. It's a little rough. Is it like he's capable, just not what you want? It's just, he's such a, they both have such distinctive (laughs) voices. Like, we haven't even done this, but I'm sure you know the Blink-182 song, I Miss You. I think I do. It's from a later one. Like Tom's vocal part on that iconic. Iconic. And hearing Matt do it is <laughs> awful. I see. Awful. His delivery on the and like when he first comes in, it's so on rough. the where, on the where are where you? Are you? <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, is it 
to the point where you wish they would just not do the old songs? Not all of I mean, actually, kind of. I mean... They, but nobody would come to the show No then. one would come. Yeah. Because, like... Right, 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 right. Even, like, I really like the new albums, but it's still, like... Those tickets are fucking expensive. Like, they're playing huge arenas. I saw... I've seen them three times with Matt. Did you see them with some weird pairing? Lil Wayne? That's right. Sure did. Yeah, this last was. tour was also weird to me because... It was weird. They did a 20-year anniversary of Enema of the State, but with Matt, Matt. Skiba singing. Yeah. Huh. And so it's like hearing Matt Skiba huh. sing a song like Aliens Exist or, or like Dysentery, Dysentery Gary, Gary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is not... It also... Honestly, even hearing... What the fuck is the... Uh, blah, 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 Girls Are Such a Drag song? Yeah. Even just hearing Matt Skiba sing those lyrics, it feels so off for like who he it's very off brand is of what like he is. the music he's done like it is real weird but hmm. i am excited to see the aquan trio with bad religion this summer oh absolutely that'd be great that'll be great although aquan trio's kind of boring live i feel like if you're so into their discography it's okay all right you're that's fine the show isn't anything like like you're gonna like oh my god that production it's not no, that kind of show no. it's just like to be fair, if you really like their music it yeah. works well to be fair, last time i saw them was right after those new wait did they put out a full new album or just those new songs yeah i think like a year ago yeah and so it was right after that and i was like i don't care about the fucking new song come on <laughs> come on i feel like i'm noticing the drums on this a lot more than i would on any Blink yeah album. The, there's a yeah. lot of drum fills and like I love the drum sound on the record. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really cool. Like this, had it's almost, like crisp. Yeah, there's like a, a classic jazzy feel to the beginning of this almost. Uh, not not here, but at the very sure. beginning of the song. Well, I mean, Travis is also obviously an insanely good drummer. Oh, yeah. Like crazy, it's ridiculous. I did. What? Her what one? Races one. Oh, oh, okay. I heard racist. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> got it, got it. Her got race it. is one. Got um, it. No, I mean, I think he's been, they've been doing this for years, but the, I think the first time I saw it was when I saw them at PNC last summer, what, where Travis will play, like, upside down oh, yeah. in that, like, yeah. sphere thing. Huh. It's the first... The whole thing is in a sphere. It flips upside down, and he has a whole drum solo, and it's, it's truly insane. The first time I saw Blink, my dad took me in the seventh grade. Love it. And uh, they come out, and their whole backdrop is just this giant sign that's on fire and just says, fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Wait, they were doing that on, on the, the bar? That when yeah. we, they played yeah, Barclays yeah. here, that they, first they, tour back they, with Matt. They brought it back, yeah. yeah. I mean, I loved it. <laughs> I I can sleep easy knowing the last time I saw Blink with Tom was at the Music Hall of Williamsburg. Oh, goddamn. For like, an insane underplay. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What year was that? 2013, the first year that I, I moved here, yeah. Damn. Really got in under the wire there. It was just like the craziest experience of my life. That's insane. It's just like the crowd was louder than the band. Of course wow. they were. And like, it was cool. Why the fuck were they playing Music Hall? It was a benefit it. show for 9-11 anniversary. Oh, interesting. They played Starland and they played the Wilmot in Montclair. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. What was your dad's review of Blink-182? Well, I grew up with him taking me to see like the Rolling Stones and Leonard Skinner sure. and Aerosmith and stuff like that, and <laughs> I think he was just happy I was so into something. Sure, and I knew that's so much fair. about it, and um, and that's when I first saw Newfound Glory Midtown too at at that Bless. show. 
a blessed show. Yeah. <laughs> and I got really into Newfound Glory after that. I mean, probably same. Which is crazy because the self-titled record turns 20 this year. Are they doing a 20-year tour? Probably, right? That band loves. That band loves to make money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love to tour, so. More like newfound money. Take it. <laughs> they all have families. Uh, so is, do you think this song is what Tom wanted the whole album to sound yeah, like originally? I that- yeah, I think so. There's two acoustic songs. Okay. This is less interesting. I. It's fine well, in the context of like this full album, but I... I would not have wanted a full album of this. It this song kicks in okay. at some point, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate this, but I certainly don't like it as much as the other stuff. Yeah. Like language. I what? Oh, language. We, sorry, we didn't get you the edited version. Oh shit, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play this at my grandma's funeral. <laughs> this podcast episode, yes. great. She'll love it. She'll be dead, Heather. <laughs> oh, right. So she won't care if we swear. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> What's? Did you say the name of this? No. It's letters an- to God. Oh, letters to God, yeah. What? <laughs> Via aliens? I don't know if they think aliens and God exist in the same plane. I have a lot of que- I have a lot more questions, actually. Aliens exist. I've heard they do. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard they do. I need it. I wish you guys had watched The Outsiders so we could talk about that because it's not about aliens, but I'm currently on the biggest late pass of all time. What? With billions. I didn't watch it. Oh. I just love Succession. I, do I need to get I heard they're similar. I've heard they're similar, but different. Oh, but you haven't watched Succession? No. You're watching billions before Succession? This is insane. And Succession's like an APA show, so I should be watching it. Come on! I know. It's Billions so is good. with Giamatti? Yes. Okay. He's amazing. He's incredible in it. Like I've heard good things. I haven't watched it myself. I've also heard good things. What was the one with Frasier? Boss? Yeah. Okay. I think it was. I get them confused. I assume they're the same show. I don't know. There's a lot of shows that I think are the same that definitely aren't. This did get louder. It did. It did. You were doing just the knob. <laughs> A knob. Knob. It's personal. Peanut and I were recently out of town, and... Uh, Who's Peanut? Oh, sorry, Jason. <laughs> That's I, me. I had it called you Peanut all show. <laughs> um, we were recently out of town for New Year's at a house with our friends, and our friend Zach informed me that a like a glob of butter is called a knob. Like is a it? stick. Like, huh. like you whack some of it off and stick it in the pan, and that's called a knob of butter. I didn't know this. Very Amish of him. <laughs> Own a bakery or something? Does he fucking make donuts? <laughs> um, I'm interested about this one called My First Punk Song. Okay, this is like the the weirdest song on the record. He's Great. like, I just want to write a song that I would have written when I was 14. Sure. Love I that. See. Okay. Yeah. I think with that story, with that knowledge, I could enjoy it. Well, it is, it's My First Punk Song is the name of the song. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It is just funny having, I mean, coming from Tom DeLong. Unless it really was his first punk song that he wrote, and he now just put it on an album. Right. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if it was the first song he wrote. It talks about syphilis in a second. Hmm. <laughs> yep. I got no dick. Okay. <laughs> so truly could have been the first song he ever wrote. Could have been. Yeah, these, these lyrics seem on par with 
another band I could mention here that Tom DeLonge is in. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm assuming Santa Claus shows up next, and yeah. also your dad, I think. When you fucked Grandpa. You know. Grandpa. I'm sorry, it was Grandpa. This one's called Sorrow. Sorrow. Oh. Real emo. Wait, this came out, like, in the realm of, like, your favorite weapon, Deja Nintendo. Yeah. To all your friends. It is like, weird to me this isn't bigger. Well, I think because they only did a tour, and that was it. Okay. Did this get on MTV, which I assume is the biggest way to... At the end, too, definitely. I know they did, um... They did. They did late night TV. Mm. Okay. Craig Kilborn. Oh, I remember Craig. Uh, I think they did Leno too. Okay. Um. But I guess like it's probably not their key demographic at that point. That almost feels like a concerted effort to like hit an older crowd. Yeah, true. Right. But I don't know. I. I have to think that most of the fans there were Blink fans. I That's what I assume. Yeah. yeah the fuck is just like, let me go find out about this band Boxcar Racer that has one album. <laughs> and they're like, who are these guys? I think The Used did the tour. I think My Chem did part of the tour. Iconic 2002 lineups. The Bled. Yeah. The show I saw was with this band called Stun. Uh-uh. Which stood for screaming towards the uprising of nonconformity. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I thought they put yeah. on a good live show, but I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. I tried to listen to it after, and I was like, eh. "Maybe you're like maybe not this one." Yeah. Your dad's like, "Thank God." No, I, my dad didn't take me to this show. Oh, this right. was, was me Blake. and a couple friends. Yeah. Okay. You're an unaccompanied minor. I was. Well, <laughs> we got dropped off by them. Obviously. Yes. Of course. There was, a, I was racking my brain. There was an Australian dance pop band called Boxcar. Oh. That I listened to back in the day. That Not I this. Just vaguely remembered. I think they were kind of twee. <laughs> so the opposite of this. <laughs> yeah. I th- I want to say the name of this record was like the name of Travis's band in high school or something. Oh, that's Or funny. the name of this band. Yeah. Let me see if it's on the Wikipedia. I do have it. I up think it still. might be. Um. I like that little. Piano riff. Yeah. It's insane how iconic Tom's vocals are. Oh. This is as blinky as he has sounded, I think. I mean, it's, I love it. Something about the elongated syllables. I'm sorry. The M's. The M's. Yeah. It is interesting the same producer that did Anima of the State, Take Her Pants and Jacket, did this did too. This. <clears throat> it is a very different sound. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Wow. Get it, Travis. <laughs> We're fading out on our drum solo? That is kind of wild. Is wow. There is next? Is that what's next? Uh, How long did yeah. he go? This is the second single. Okay. Yeah, I mean. He still plays this. Uh, when he does Angels and Airways, he'll play oh, he the song. Yeah, but not the other one. Not I feel so. On this current Angels and Airways story, he does this like medley of like Blink and Got Boxcar it. songs, and uh, he tells he tells stories between them. <laughs> Sunday Bloody Sunday. Oh, <laughs> same drum beat. Sounds like a marching. This drum is like beat. the love song of the album. I would okay. say. 
I already really like this. Yeah. I hope Tom DeLonge doesn't sing on it. This video is like shot in like the rain in like a suburban neighborhood, like a, like a cul-de-sac. It's perfect. The um, the image on Wikipedia is from the "I Feel So" music video, which looks like it is recorded in a teenager's attic bedroom or yeah. something. Yeah, it's like a cat. It's a pretty chaotic video. <laughs> I like this, but it also sounds very 2002 to me. Yeah, yeah. This was the first. So Tom always plays Fender. Uh-huh. He had a, he had a, he had a custom model too that was like bright green. Okay. With one pickup in it, and on this <laughs> on this uh, album and this tour, where you see him play like a semi hollow body guitar, like a big Gibson. Okay. And then from there oh, yeah, on out, this picture actually. From there on out, he started just playing Gibson, which I thought was interesting. Huh. That is interesting. What'd you do, Fender? Yeah. Why are you so mad at them? <laughs> I, like, don't know anything about instruments, and so, like, loyalty to, like, a brand with guitars is so fascinating to me because it does have such a huge difference, but it's not something I know anything about. Yeah, yeah I know, like, when Brendan Small is sponsored by a, a guitar company or something, but other than that, I, I don't think I'd pick up on it. No. I, got, uh, I got Dana a ukulele and, like, an amp for Christmas, uh-huh. and it was... It was going to be quite expensive, so I asked a manager that I know. I was like, do you have any Fender hookups? Yeah, right? And she just texted me a code, and it instantly gave me half off. <laughs> put a code in. <laughs> Perfect. Like, oh, so I know how much this stuff is marked up now. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Over half off for some of Like, every item was like, a little bit different. Like, some of it was, like, 60, some of it was sure. 50, but... So, basically, it's putting it down at, like, almost wholesale. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song because it has that that drum roll throughout the whole song, yeah. almost. Except for this part, but sure. <laughs> you picked the one moment. I know. The one part. I know. Okay. There it is, yeah. back. Yeah, that's a really fast. I don't know anything about playing the drums, but that's a lot of drumming <laughs> constantly. Small snare, yeah. yeah. I do really like this song, though. Like, I will listen to it again. I think this song had the most commercial success on the album. What's next? The next one is The End With You. Okay. Oh, and the other person in this band was also in Angels and Airwaves. Dave Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was also in the band Over My Dead Body. Okay. I don't know that band. It's like an old hardcore band. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I like the song a lot. Like it so far. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I mean, it sounds. Correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like the heaviest song on the album so yeah, far. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. I've also been distracted, thinking, should I say "I'll stop the world, the end with you"? And I decided I shouldn't do that. But then you <laughs> still did. I-, I got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can stop thinking about. My modern got, English parody. You got it out of your head. Yep. The next song is the 9-11 song. Ooh. And, and Mark Hoppus sings on the song. Oh. So they're like, I th- 
I think Tom was like, you know, I should include Mark on something. You know. It's a pretty good song, too. That's hmm. nice of that's nice of him. Is Blink just those three guys? Is there another yeah. person? No, it's just, uh, just okay. Them. They had a drummer before Travis. Yeah. Okay. And they uh, 86 him. <laughs> Their other drummer did Dude Ranch? Dude Ranch, Cheshire Cat, Buddha, Fly Swatter, Demo. Jesus. Okay. Got it. They've been in Ran since like 1992. I, it's insane. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And they didn't get any success until like... Like Damn It was a pretty big song, but yeah. that was like 98. Yeah. 97, 98. And then 99 was Anima. Hmm. Like they were like going on tour with like Pennywise and Lagwagon and like opening up like for just shit punk tours. Yeah. All it takes is fucking MTV yeah. hit. It seems to have worked out. It, yeah, it did. So I am so curious because I'm on the breakup section of the Wikipedia page and it is just like talking about the um, tensions between Mark and Tom at this time so I am very curious like how he got him to do this song and poor Travis just in the middle like a the son of divorced parents (laughs) Travis said in like in an interview years later that he felt like in his book actually yeah that he like let Mark down oh yeah God. by by doing this yeah because it was never supposed to be like a thing that went on tour or anything and it it got like became like a, a whole big thing and I feel like he thought it went too far hmm got it yeah that's a lot of politics that i wouldn't have thought about for some pop punk bands for some pop punk bands yeah yeah i guess if somebody's waiting at home trying to do the next album for your band yeah and you're out touring yeah (laughs) oh yes especially someone who had said they wanted to tour more and Tom said he didn't want to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, to be fair, also, this is how crazy people are about this band. In early two- 2017, DeLong said in a tweet that he'd had a pleasant conversation with Barker. This stirred the rumors that Boxcar Racer was reuniting. That's so <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> Zero to 60, Twitter people. <laughs> this whole song I gather is about somebody falling out of one of the Twin Towers. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yikes. The concrete looks too thin to break my fall. In a song called Elevator. That is. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. And we were all pretty fucked up in 2002, to be fair. Exactly. Our poor comedy show right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good drums. Yeah. Here's Mark Hoppus. Okay. I, I recognize this voice now. <laughs> okay. Knowing all this drama, I just feel like he's double sad now, singing mm-hmm. this sad-ass yeah. song with his friends who have betrayed him. <laughs> Use it, Mark. Use it. Yeah, I'm getting real Adam's song vibes. Yeah. I feel like he's not committed to those woes. <laughs> he's not giving it his all. No. What do you want on the 9-11 song from The Woes? More. I can't hear... I, I can't imagine what a more passionate woe would sound like. I don't know. <laughs> Just sounded like he was reading the word woe. <laughs> it's like Siri performing yeah. it. Yeah. 
So how is this not just a Blink song? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good, great point. Because it's serious at this time. Still didn't have a ton of serious songs. Yeah. The most serious songs they wrote were Adam's song and Stay, Stay Together for the Kids. Yeah. Yeah. That we're supposed to never forget. It's a great point. Thank you. Checkmate, boxcar <laughs> racer. Fucked up strings in here. Yeah. Great. And the next song I think is just instrumental to end the record. It's an odd choice. Instrumental end. Huh. I think it is. I, I mean, it yeah. says instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I definitely just thought that was the title at first. That would be a pretty funny title for a song. It would be. Don't love this. I think it gets pretty cool. What? What is? Is that just a synthesized xylophone? Because it sounds kind of weird at the same time. It doesn't sound like a xylophone. It sounds like the upright bells. Yeah, you're right. It's cooler now. It was weird at first. <laughs> <It> was weird. <laughs> Did they do this live? Yeah, uh, I think it was like part of the intro to the set. Uh, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, this feels like an annoying song to have to do live. Yeah, I'm just concerned with so few songs. Yeah. Is this the regular Pale Six Sweet Action, or is this like a different version of Sweet Action? I don't know. I, I don't know. Why? It just tastes a little bit more uh, pale ale huh. Because it says pale ale. I wish we were sponsored it's by really good. Six Point. I mean, there's still time before this episode comes Wait, out. Wait, I actually know someone on their marketing team. I'll hit them up. Everybody oh. always thinks I'm drinking a Red Bull when I'm ripping these down. Really? I think you said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. it is the oh, same yeah. Story. yeah. In the book and I was like, yeah. thought you were straight up drinking a Red Bull. Hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that until you said it. I was like, that's such an aggressive... We were literally just at a chill house in the, like, the woods and it was snowing. I was like, are you freaking a Red Bull right now? She's <laughs> so aggressive. I think Heather might have taken us into a time warp on the way home because we got home in like <laughs> 90 minutes. It took us like three hours to get there. It took us over three hours to get there. Were you listening to a podcast at double speed, maybe? <laughs> no, I was not. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we fucking... I don't know. The GPS said like 12.45 and we got home at like 12.10. Guys, I'm a great driver. <laughs> There was zero traffic. It, it was, was like a New York City miracle. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Ramsey. Hi. That's the full album. Wow. It How quick. do you feel? It took, it's, a, it's 41 minutes. I, I kind of feel like that was, that was the album I always wanted Blink-182 to make. It was I, mature. Uh, it didn't... It wasn't too whiny. <laughs> sure. I mean, Tom's voice is what it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, at no point... Did anyone have sex with my dad? Correct. Or my grandfather? <laughs> or no a one dog. had diarrhea? Or were yeah, no bodily functions mentioned yep. as far as I can remember? Just syphilis and no one and someone not having a dick. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was <laughs> probably the low light of this album sure. for me. I think that's under I think they would probably agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, that's definitely the worst song on yeah. the album. <laughs> it's clearly a throwaway. They were yeah. like, let's do a fun thing. But on the whole, there was a lot of good stuff on here. I'm definitely gonna listen to it. Again. I can't wait to check out the next album. <laughs> it's definitely a record that got me into a lot of bands, and I still come back to this record at least 
couple times a year. Which is amazing because I'm sure you're also not the only person like that's your age that got into those bands. What's your age? Because of Boxcar. <laughs> God <laughs> fucking bless. <laughs> no. Created a monster. Um, damn, I'm really actually though also impressed you pulled up that quickly. Thank you. Um, What's uh, despite seeing them live, I have no memory. Uh, how similar is this to Angels and Airwaves, if at all? It's pretty. I mean, the <coughs> first Angels and Airwaves record, maybe there's some similarities, but okay, it got a little bit more experimental with like synthesizer, got and, it, like, that kind of stuff. Less just like traditional rock yeah. album. Um, okay, I would love to see these songs played live again. Yeah, it would be awesome. Fair enough. I go to multiple shows. I think. <laughs> And I think I do think it'll happen. Like it's just like why not? It's just like you guys are both still playing music. Both old just people do it. would people would appreciate it. Yes. But I guess there's something to be said about one album, one tour. Too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's perfect in everyone's the, memory. The moment yeah. in time. Yeah, fair enough. Um well thanks for bringing this. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. I, I would never have guessed that I would have enjoyed this as much as I did. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. Um, right, because you, yeah, you really don't love Blink. No, I'm still waiting for them to sing something I like. Okay, well, we'll do Untitled one day. <laughs> See if okay. you like that. That's a, that, that's a that's quality closer, record. Yeah. yeah. Um, it for life. God, I don't know. I'm picking I don't think no you liked Alkaline Trio either. For the record. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people find you on the internet? You want them to? Uh, <laughs> should they? They can ask. They can, yeah, they can request permission. Yes. It's uh, this is underscore peanut. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, how about you, Ramsey? You can find me at Ramsey ESS. You don't have to ask. All, all are welcome. All, everyone's welcome. Heather, how about you? Uh, at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E. Heather, you still selling pins? Well, yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, you buy those okay so heather and i realized we weren't following each other on instagram like, with each other recently like on each a other's trip. presence <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> neither of us neither of us had asked you guys had just met like the week before though right yeah clearly and gone on a trip together <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> to a friend's wedding um <laughs> yeah we were eating donuts and realized we we're like oh well that's funny and then you realized you both posted the same photo of donuts no, I think when we were both trying to tag, tag each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, bless. Awkward. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything else you can find on our website, if you're listening, dot com. Mm-hmm. Give us a review on iTunes. Yep. And send us song. Su- mm. Let's take that again. Send us song suggestions or album suggestions. Yeah, we'll take them. But I would take some more mini up recs. Yeah. Those, those, are, are, those are easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. That. Great. Bye. Bye.